Hey guys, welcome to another exciting episode of Let's Come Together with the Sex Dog. Um, I haven't recorded um, for a little while, um, but you know, with everything going on between COVID nineteen, police brutality, black men and women under attack, in addition to everything else that we were already trying to deal with, um, you know, it's been a pretty hectic few weeks. Um, but I had to come back and I had to bring you another fun-filled, juicy episode. So today, I want to talk to you about sexual partners and how much is too much. And the topic is how many sex partners is too many. Um, Is there such a thing as too many sexual partners? Or is there just a thing where you haven't had enough sexual partners? Um, How are you counting your sexual partners? Do we count all the mistakes we've had, even if those mistakes were good? Um, And what do numbers mean? Those are some of the things that I really want you guys to think about as you're listening to this, because I I get asked a lot of questions, you know, just from regular people about, well, how much sex is too much? And how many partners should you have by this time? And, you know, how does, you know, I fit things and do things? And, you know, should I tell my partner if I've had this um the sexual deviant you know as they would put it past so i wanted to kind of bring that to your attention and just kind of have a little chat with you about what that means to me you know um that question because i get asked so many times um so there is a there is a difference between men and women in this in this and and how they respond to, to this idea of what does too many partners mean Um, And women tend to under-report their number of sexual partners. So in some of the research that I participated in or, or, you know, kind of look through, um, women tend to under-report their number of sexual partners. They usually only reference the partners they engage with in the full repertoire of sexual activity. That means everything from outer play to intercourse. That's how, you know, women tend to identify Um, Why men, however, tend to over-report or even embellish um, those numbers. So they, you know, when they they respond to how many sexual partners have you had, they tell you everything, even if it was just a little kiss. Um, So that's one difference that I've noticed. And there was a research that was done, um, and it's found, there's lots of research, but one in particular was done in 2014, Um, And they found a consistent negative bias against individuals with higher numbers of partners. And this is somewhat different for gay men. So I think for straight men and women, there is a marked difference, um, you know, between what women will report and what men will report. And consistency, what they've seen is that there is a negative bias for people who report having high um, numbers of sexual partners. For, for gay men, it's almost as if it's expected. Um, this idea of promiscuity seems to be an undercurrent in sexual behaviors among gay men. Um, it may not be true for every person, but there's definitely a stereotype that's attached to that. And in similar ways, I think there is a huge stereotype attached to black men in particular as well about their sexual prowess, um, how many partners they're going to be having and you know whether they're going to have children by a certain age and and all of these stereotypes do play into um what this idea of sexual partners and how many there are um but typically we tend to view individuals who have a high number of sexual partners as 
poor choices for long-term partners. So, you know, we kind of question whether they are trustworthy for a committed relationship. Um, and that's different when it when you're thinking about casual sex or short-term flings. Usually those kinds of people are acceptable. Um, you know, so if you've had a high number of sexual partners in your past, then typically what will happen is the person who you're talking to might think, well, you know, this is good for a one night stand. He's not going to want anything or she's not going to want too much from me. So it plays a, a, a different role. There was one other research that I always reference, research by Stuart Williams et al. Um, in 2017, and they found that both men and women expressed an equal amount of reluctance to get involved with someone who they judge as having an, a very extensive sexual past, an extensive meaning having, you know, so many sexual partners that they feel is too much. Um, so there, there is definitely a clear preference for partners who um, have low to moderate sexual experience as far as the number of partners. Now, I always think, why is this? Why is it? Um, the number of sexual partners matter before, you know, in terms of settling down. And that comes down to a few things. And one of them is judgment. Um, You know, and judgment is thinking about what that means. So if someone has a number of sexual partners that you deem to be high, then the judgment and the stereotype is that person is promiscuous, you know, Um, Maybe they have a sexual compulsive disorder. Some people might even say a sexual addiction or sexually addictive behavior. Um, So that comes up a lot. It's attached, you know, we live in a society where we judge everything, Um, you know, good or bad or indifferent. We judge everything because that's how we see the world through those lenses of judgment. You know, can I understand this? Can I make sense of it? Can I does it fit into my box of the social constructs that I've learned? So that's, um, that's definitely judgment that's just there all the time. Um, the other thing that comes up as well is trust. And that comes into it because you begin to wonder, well, how do I know that their sexual experience is just in their past? How do I know they've stopped that? You know, am I going to be able to trust them? You know, if it's just me, can I trust that they're only going to want to have sex with me or, or will they go back to having these um, multiple sexual partners that they've, they've, been, they've had in the past. And, th- and then something else that comes up is whether you can satisfy your partner. Um, you know, if, you, if you're with someone, they tell you, well, you know, I'm 35 and I've been with 100 people, you know, up to now. Sometimes that partner who's listening to that might wonder, well, oh my God, if you've been with a hundred people, you know, am I going to be enough? Can I satisfy you? Um, Is our sex going to be as good as what you've had with one of those hundred people? So a lot of insecurities play into that. I think that's why it's such a big question about, you know, how much is too much? It's what is the quota for making um, sexual encounters quote-unquote normal Um, and there is none there is none there is no magic number that I can say I can tell you or any clinician can tell you is right or wrong Um, sex is an amazing experience 
when you come together with someone <laughs> can you hear the pun in that come together um, when you come together it's a, it's a beautiful thing and and you know the limitations that is set by society shouldn't be the limitations that you go with when you're having this um, experience with your sexual partners I think you have to create the rules yourself you have to um, understand what makes you happy and why why you're experiencing sex the way you are now there are some people who have a very unhealthy relationship with sex in the same way some people have unhealthy relationships with alcohol there's cases where people have unhealthy relationships with with drugs so in any of those cases sometimes unhealthy relationships with food so even the things that are good for us that causes us um good health and strength and pleasures it can also be detrimental if we have an unhealthy relationship with it so i say that because it's very important that we differentiate what is having a high sex drive and having you know multiple sexual encounters than someone who has a, se- a sexual compulsive disorder or a compulsive issue around sex and that's not to be mistaken um so someone can have a hundred partners in ten years um and and be absolutely okay with the relationship they have with sex um and then others can have you know fifty partners um and have an unhealthy relationship with with that sex so um I think it's good to have those conversations with your partner. It's good to have those conversations with your friends as well. I know oftentimes, especially from the the studies that I've looked at where you know people tend to not say um how many partners they've had if they've had more than they think they should or they feel comfortable with then they just won't say it because of fear of how they're going to be perceived by the other person you know they we have this thing about how am i going to be perceived how are people seeing me um what is the thought behind these actions and how uh, how how is it going to be represented how am i going to sh- show up in that person's mind if they think that i'm this weird you know sex freak for example and i always try to tell people that being sexually active being um sexually um fluid being sexually open has nothing to do with being freaky it's that's not the definition of of a freak um you know it's it's very important that we all have you know a platform that we're able to express our sexual desires um it's very important for us to be able to en- engage in sex in a way that's healthy and pleasurable and there are so many people who have sex that are just not it's just not pleasurable they do it because they want to get nut or they do it because the other person wants them to do it or they do it because they feel like obligated in some ways um but really sex should be about enjoyment it should be about finding all the pleasures you can and sometimes you don't get that from one person sometimes you don't get it from two people or 10 people and you get that from having multiple sexual partners so um i remember reading one time and they were saying that you know some some writer or journalist or somebody um said that 12 is the maximum sexual partners that you should have and anything more than 12 you're a sexual deviant 
And I can't remember what article, but I just remember reading it and thinking, what a load of shit. (laughs) That's crazy. Like, no, there is no limit. Um, So, yeah, I, I just I really wanted to kind of bring that topic up because I hear that question all the time. How many sexual partners is too much? And my answer to that is there is no limit at all. Now, what I will say is that if you're engaging with someone for a long-term relationship or a meaningful, committed relationship, then I think it's very it's, you have to, it's very important that you're honest with that person because that's a conversation that you can have. Um, how many sexual partners have you been with? Oh, I've been with fifty-five, and then he says, "Well, I've only been with five. That might be a conflict of interest for that person because that they that you might not align with their goals and what they see themselves, um, you know, how they see themselves in a relationship. So I think it's very important to have those conversations. I don't think it's a bad thing to talk about your sexual experiences before your sexual partner, but I think it's very important that you contextualize all of those experiences. And if you had a, you know, promiscuous period um, and you're expecting that kind of energy in a relationship where you're expected to be monogamous, then your experience is not going to be what you anticipate it to be. Because there's no way you can replicate, you know, having threesomes and foursomes and 10 partners in a week with having a monogamous relationship with, 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 with another person. It just doesn't go together. So I think you have to know what you want. You have to know how you want to be in that relationship. And you have to know what makes you happy, what gives you pleasure. And, and, and not be fooled into thinking that because you're with this one person, then all of a sudden your sexual desires are going to be numb or your sexual needs are going to change. It might do, but then it might not. So it's it's always good to to have those conversations and to be open with your partner about what your needs are and what their needs are um, and, and, and see if you're sexually compatible. See if you're able to engage in sex on the same level with each other. Um, see if they're okay with having with your history or your background or your past and are you okay with this for example if they if they're a virgin um, do you want to be with a virgin do you want to be with someone who is 45 and you're the first person they'll be having sex with Um, you know that's something that you obviously want to know as well so you may be someone you've had sex with 150 people Um, so far in your life and then you meet someone who absolutely fall in love with and that person is a virgin or maybe they're not a virgin maybe they're not so extreme but perhaps they they've only had sex with two people for example Um, the level of sexual experience that you're going to have is going to be very very different with your partner and sexual experience can be challenging in a in a relationship if someone doesn't necessarily know what they want because they've never experienced enough of it or you're more advanced than them. It's kind of like going to a yoga class um, for advanced students when you're just a beginner 
or vice versa. You go into a beginner's yoga class when you're advanced, it just doesn't, it doesn't connect and it doesn't, um, it doesn't help you to elevate. Um, in fact, it holds you back. So I think discussing sexual history, talking about your sexual desires, um, explaining what you like to do and how you enjoy sex is absolutely important. Um, you know, no matter who you're spending that time with, if it's a meaningful relationship, then you should also have meaningful conversations about sex and sexuality. Um, and of course, if it's a fling, if it's a one night stand or a hookup, you might not have those conversations because what you're experiencing in that moment is just immediate gratification and there's no long term implications for whether that person, you know, has is as compatible with you or not. Um, if you're just in it for that moment, you're in it to come, then, you know, that's, that's a very different situation. And if you're in a relationship where you're expecting to, um, to please each other's needs over a long period of time, and, and that's something that I, I stress a lot, you know, what kind of sex do you want and how do you want your partner to engage in that type of sex with you are things that you really have to have discussions about. Uh, I'm so, I'm always happy when people ask me questions and I get to respond to it and I get to expand on it because I think sex is just such a beautiful thing. And if we can have it and be pleasured by it, then we can really begin to explore and increase our capacity for pleasure. And that's something that is just so invaluable, particularly Since we just had a break and had a word from our sponsors, I uh, just want to continue um, talking about our topic for today, which is how many sexual partners is too many. Um, so yeah, I, I think if you if you're enjoying sex in a way that is pleasurable, that's exciting, um, that you're comfortable with, then that's amazing. Your partner obviously needs the same thing as well, um, you know. So you have to be compatible. Um, you have to be able to engage each other on levels that you can both appreciate or if you're in a multiple, you know, if you're in a um, polyamorous relationship or if you're in a non-monogamous relationship, then, you know, all your partners need to be fully satisfied and you need to be fully satisfied. So that's where having conversations um, and, and being open to those kinds of conversations are so vital, whether or not you have one partner in the past or whether you have a hundred partners it's always good to be able to express that and and also understanding what it is that you need from those sexual encounters what is it that you need from your partner to to be able to enjoy sex and sometimes you can explore that together and other times you just have to be able to to share what you already experienced with your partner and to learn from those experiences and grow together I'm very excited to hear all your um, all your expertise and what you've done. When when I when I'm with my partner, I, I do want to know what their sexual experience and sexual background is. I want to know what you did, what you liked, and what you didn't like. Um, you know how you enjoyed sex. You know it might not be the same way that you're gonna enjoy sex with me, but 
at least I know what you've liked in the past and then we can decide whether that's something you want to do with me or whether we're going to switch it up and try something new. So I think that's really, for me, um, important in any kind of sexual encounter. And thank you so much for listening. You know, I always enjoy talking to you guys. And thank you for keep coming back. Um, please um, reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook, Relationship and Sex Doc and Instagram or Therapy for You on Facebook. And let me know what you think. Drop a comment, like and share. Until next time. Bye.